Yeah, my name is Tiemua, and I'm with Reed. Hey. Yeah, and this is uh, episode two of Baijiu Billabong. Baijiu Billabong. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks yeah, to everyone so, who listened to the last episode. We've had a good amount of listens. We definitely exceeded the target we we're running for or hoping for. Feel free to give us more feedback, though. It's it's always good. Um, yeah, yeah I guess the big stories recently have been, um, you know, the Falun Gong and, you know, James Palmer, of course. Uh, where should we begin? Probably the Falun Gong or? Yeah, let's start with um, the ABC has run a series of three uh, radio uh, shows. Mm-hmm podcasts uh, every Sunday night looking at Falun Gong the first episode was sort of like it was like a personal angle okay I haven't seen these it was it the same kind of that same girl American girl who got like you know kind of uh, abused in that Dragon Springs whatever no I listened to her about another one this one was about a Sydney woman who uh whose mother or auntie one of the two uh stopped taking her blood pressure medication because oh, she was told she was by a thong- yeah yeah allegedly she was told by Falun Gong that um, you don't take that sort of stuff and that meditation will heal you of the ills and all that sort of stuff. So that was kind of the vibe for the first episode, which I, I found quite weird. Uh, kind of like describing Falun Gong as like, they specifically said that they're like very whispery and uh, the conversations are always quiet and, and hush hush. and It was very suspicious. And I was like, these are some weird, weird vibes you push, especially with the anti-Chinese racism we're seeing a at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like kind of a peril kind of thing going. Yeah, Um, but that was just the first episode. And the second one, it really moves into um, the organization. And then the second episode focuses on involvement in America, the Trump campaign, fake news. She's quite a broad brush, but the journalist, uh, what's her name again? Hader Cohen? Hager Cohen. Yeah, she she can't. Yeah, there's a lot going on there and she, she sort of brings a lot of it up. It's just everywhere. And then she starts looking at the news, the Epic Times. And then the third episode brings her the connection, or the possible connections between a news uh, outlet in Australia called Vision Times um, <laughs> or VT Media. Now, this is where it gets really spicy because it's this is now in Australia. and um, Yeah. And uh, yeah. Marie Ma, she also sits on a public government choose- board. Yeah, sorry, what did you say? Yeah, so did you did you want to introduce the characters? Yeah, yeah. So Vision Times or Kan Zhongguo in um, Chinese, or just basically looking at China. Um, they're, they're very mysterious because if you ever go to like a Woolworths or any sort of Chinese shopping market, you'll see two baskets outside them giving out free. There's like free newspapers you just pick up. No, you don't have to spend okay. any money. And in one of them will be Epoch Times, and right next to it will be Vision Times. Oh, so really? that makes you usually think like, oh. Well, that's, that's what my local works all have them for some reason. I'll take a photo next time. And it's just weird because you don't have to pay any money. And there's very yep. few advertisements in them. So, like, how are they, like, getting money to oh, publish? Okay. Paper new, new... Well, I saw a Shen Yun ad, which makes it even more yeah, you know, right. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, like... sorry, in the, in the ABC series, they mentioned that they use that Falun Gong members are volunteering to distribute those newspapers. Ah, so there's okay. where some labor costs are being cut. That, that, that's definitely yeah, a lot of um. So if you also go down to for Melbourne listeners, you probably know Little Burke Street, uh, where there's Chinatown. There are there is a Tui Dang which is like a um, party leaving center where you can like cancel your party membership down yeah, there, right, Little yeah. Burke, but it actually has no jury. 
because the, the, the Communist Party doesn't communicate with Falun Gong. Um, but you can <laughs> sign a little paper and leave the party, and the grandmas will like celebrate when you do it. Um, I've never done it. I've just seen people do it. I don't know. It's a joke, maybe. Um, but yeah, so the, back to the newspapers, it, it's very interesting because the content on that is very much pro-Trump, just like um, what um, they covered. Yeah, the pro-Trump thing's really weird because I see sort of Biden more as the hawk on China than Trump. So it's weird they've chosen this path. But I also think this ABC series addresses why that is, and I think we'll come back to that later. Yeah. What, why they've chosen Trump. The, the news story is also very anti-China. Like, all of them are anti-China. China Absolutely. Anything, they would spin it to be a negative thing. Like, if China builds, like, um, a bridge, like, oh, I've got that money. It's probably stolen from somewhere. Like, from Uyghur yeah. body part selling. They'll, 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 they'll try to spin it bad. And... Um, which, is, which is what leads us to Marie Ma, who has been recently been appointed on a public government board. So she's paid by the government to sort of head this Australia-China board. Um, yes. Head, she's part of the members, which makes it even more shade. Like, why was she chosen? And, yes. And, um, yeah, and she's really good friends with Adam Nee, who, who's also another member. He's like an academic. He's also from China originally. Shanghai. Oh, really? Yep. And uh, he, he used to work um, in Canberra, I think. Uh, and he used to be very much pro um, Clive Hamilton in terms of the silent invasion narrative, but recently he's changed around a bit. And for someone that used to write um, odd op-eds for Vision Times, now he's actually calling out Vision Times. Well, uh, Catherine Young had a go at him. Oh, um, yeah. She said in my replies, well, actually, she said he was boring. She said, like, he's boring or something like that, you know. Well, he's very so, yeah. Yeah, well, I think she was pointing out that we shouldn't really be listening to someone that it's not really important. Um, <laughs> well, that's right. what the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Adam Nee is like that that nerdy that nerdy, nerdy kid who probably didn't go very well in high school. That's the vibe he gives off. Yeah. I have noticed that whenever he does play both sides, if he doesn't pull that total total anti-China line, he will just get bombarded with people having to go at him. You know, like yeah. he gets branded no as CCP. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of normal for everyone that's in the public view. Like, David Brophy, he's constantly attacked as a um, useful idiot just for being balanced in his... Um... Absolutely. But you've also been recently <laughs> accused of being a CCP agent, haven't you? So. Oh, uh, yeah, by that, um, that uh, US social media <laughs> research group that's being yeah. funded by the Department of Defense. Uh, me and Tom Fowdy. <laughs> Uh, it's it's pretty funny because I wish I was actually getting paid like they said. So uh, if if um, oh, man, she's listening out there, <laughs> yeah, I mean if she's listening yeah, out there, please please show us some cash, just a few mil, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll hey, we'll what? be your Wu Mao, you know, we'll we'll be your Wu Mao forever, yeah. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, no, we're not we're not sponsored by the CP, CPC or CCP or however you say it. And uh, I'm not I'm not a a, a government um, agent as uh, you know. <laughs> Sadly, yeah. But yeah, let's let's talk about Marie Ma. Like, so she she had a bit of a meltdown on Twitter, um, going at a hugger. Um, you, you saw that? Yeah. Right? yeah, that was all triggered by her boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, Xiaoyan. "Congratulations, hugger co. You successfully put Marie's husband and all the family members into China." Hashtag ABC News. Yes. So I noticed in, in his statement earlier this week. Uh, about the ABC series, he said uh, specifically that Hagar's prejudice and presumptions were a threat to the Chinese-speaking community in Australia. 
So he wasn't holding back. So they are able to use that perceived threat from China as a very good cover for, for not not saying who, where their connections are. Yeah, yeah. And it, it really draws back to that ABC.co, how they showed, um, you know, that dude, that that American dude in Taiwan telling them about how he used to work at Epoch Times. But they would just gaslight anyone that put connections towards them and uh, the Falun Gong. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 we can't, it's, we're not, we're not related, you know, yeah. And this that's time, right, they're is that yeah. they say they're alleging that Marie's family members and husband are in China, which, which just sounds like, um, uh, it, it doesn't sound possible because they, they always alleging, you know, China arrests journalists and stuff, right? Like t- t- part of Marie, Mars, York, and especially with Vision Times, which everyone in the Chinese community thinks is a Falun Gong front. You'd think that all right, their so, family would be overseas by now. <laughs> it, yeah. it just doesn't seem very. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they are in China. Maybe Marie Ma is totally innocent, and she's like that one person who's not in the Falun Gong that's in that um, newspaper. But yeah. So just for uh, people who aren't in the uh, Chinese Australian community, can you just explain how those publications are perceived? I mean, it, it, they just you know Da Ji Yuan. Um, it sounds a lot like Da Ji Yuan. Which it sounds like brothel, so Epoch Times. That's the name of Epoch Times Chinese. Uh, okay. People make fun of it a lot. You see it a lot on Twitter. People retweet it when they do Epoch Times post an article like, "Oh, Da Ji Yuan." Um, you know, I'm I'm relatively, um, you know, I'm pro, I'm, I'm pro sex work. I think you know it's just a job, but it, it's yeah. it's just funny because it's very negative um, vibes, very negatively. It's like if you read that, you're obviously um, ignorant about what it is, or you, you're brainwashed by a cult. Yeah. Radio, okay. Well, that, that gives a bit more context. Yeah, so, yeah, so, they're certainly they're not holding back from their criticism of the ABC. And they've also had the backing of uh, Clive Hamilton. <laughs> he he tweeted in the last 24 hours, more or less in defence. So, but he he wrote a paper last year with Young. So, yeah. Uh, just pointing a bunch of names of people anyway. So, Oh, I don't know. He just goes around. Well, he accuses a lot of people. His little um, disciple, Alex Chosky, just went around like a few years ago accusing random Chinese, you know, student association people in Canberra of being CPC spies. That's how they got famous. And, um, it, yeah, it's very hypocritical that they're saying this now. And um, especially Clive, he, he's, he's really odd. Like, he had that Yishang um, Bijeng, which is like to use business... Um, to control politics line in his little parliamentary inquiry. Oh, yes. Yeah, and when yeah. you Google that term, it only comes up in Epoch Times. <laughs> and he's like, this is a Communist Party, you know, sort of mantra. And and yeah, I, I can't find it anywhere in any Communist Party documents. And I, I've been searching for a day or two. So uh, maybe he has some secret, you know, super spies in the party. But uh, I just want to know, Clive, how, how did you get that? <laughs> or does I... he just read the Epoch Times? Two or three days ago, I really was not super wanting to talk about following on all that much. But after listening to the ABC and then just sort of going through all the different stuff on Twitter, it's it's it, it has a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, well, no, they're like, legitimately a horrible organization. Like they kill people um, indirectly most of the time, but also they they do destroy people's lives. And yeah. What's the connection? Actually, Marie, we can get back to Marie. Marie Marsh, she retweeted Abby Yamani. Ah, oh, yeah. 
And so this is what we were talking about last week is he's because it's the anti-CPC line, just like they're all over that, anti-China, anti-China. This is something we can bank on. And they're, they're not afraid of teaming up with the worst people. They've, they've got the thing with Bannon going on over in America. Um, I mean, they used to have... You know, um, who was that um, Taiwanese One Nation candidate in Queensland a few years ago? Lin something. Lin Shuren, yeah. She she also was a Falun Gong, like she did a lot of events with Falun Gong as well, and that's what that was connected to One Nation. So they they don't they don't they're not scared at all to do whatever they want. And, right, and this is like I, I didn't want this show to be like a, an investigative journalism one, but I'm just like looking at these connections with like the right wing and stuff, and I'm like Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> scary as hell. <laughs> it's so weird though, like the whole thing is based off this wacky, <laughs> fake sort of whole um, oh. thing. Oh, like Chi Gong Blast. You know Chi, like Key Blast and Dragon Ball Z? Like that kind of crap when they levitate? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What's what's the What do you think of the meditation side of it? Is there anything benefit from just the meditation? or? I'm not sure. I'm not a uh, health science person, but I, I'll be honest. Though, this might sound a bit accusative, but Clive does it to everyone. So I think Clive might have practiced it at some time in his life. He's definitely fits the bill. Right. Uh, Green's voter. Yes. Guy, 70s, 80s yes. guy. Yeah, he's just practicing his qigong in his backyard. And he, he might be Falun Gong. We don't know. You know I, Dude, I can we, see it. That's fucking hilarious if we're the guys to discover that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Like, they even have one, like Marie Ma, who potentially could be that on an Australian government board. So, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, so we barely even talked about that, that the government board that seems to be stacked with. Uh, people who deny being in Falun Gong. The yeah. Young, yeah. So, um, and as, as forty-four million dollars. David Grophy mentioned he he. Sorry, say that again. It was forty-four million dollars spent over five years on his board. So, what did Brophy say? So, David Brophy said, uh, "If you have a group like this that's supposed to be engaging with China, there's a high chance that China's just be like, I'm not talking to you guys." You know, and I'll I'll talk to another group. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, brave man. You, you don't want the Falun Gong to to attack you. I mean, they they will they they have the strongest like so under the strongest social media kind of like army forces around in terms of brigading. Yeah, that was. You look at the ABC video. It's like the the downvotes are just massing up every day. <laughs> yeah, they have a serious presence. And actually, I did write this down. Because I found this account, this weird uh, account on Twitter, and in the bio, it was it was a the profile picture was of a white woman, and it had all lives matter in the bio, and the tweet that I found was defending Falun Gong, and I'm like, okay. Oh. But then I looked at the other tweets, uh, pro uh, Steve Bannon, they're pushing the uh, hydro hydrochloride cures COVID tweets, but they were retweeting Himalaya. Himalaya, ah. They're the greatest music. <laughs> so uh, another another China connection. Then they're tweeting about the Uyghurs and stuff. So it was kind of like a your average Australian right wing account, but then it has this weird Falun Gong connection again. <laughs> Do you think it's one of those fake accounts they talked about on ABC? You know how they make fake accounts of like that um, digital digitized um, face making um, tool they have AI created faces. Oh uh, yeah, could have been one of those. Yeah. For those that don't know, um, Falun Gong have been 
um, caught, um, I think it was by Snopes, um, to using AI-generated faces. So they had Meryl Streep. Um, they used to use like real faces like <laughs> Meryl Streep promoting Falun Gong, but people worked that out eventually. I mean, it's pretty obvious. But now they're doing AI faces. So a lot of white people who might look kind of weird and jerky um, are promoting Falun Gong. Well, they're just bots. But yeah, but yeah that... Um, that board for the it's called the national foundation for australia china relations yes and it's filled with china hawks and falun gong uh, alleged half falun gong members yeah so it's probably not doing well for relations um <laughs> yeah we're interested to see how that turns out um we'll have to keep an eye on it and apparently both members right. um was uh, accused by jocelyn chade former consular general of hong kong um, of receiving financial backing from the U.S., so that that also is another link. Okay. To that, the U.S. Yeah. base, you know, Falun Gong, but yeah. So yes, she seems to be another person who's been sort of sticking her head out from the crowd a bit as well on this one. Mm. Mm. Um, doesn't be to have Twitter though, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, she might be a bit better because she was part of the old Australia-China Council that got replaced by this one. So right. she's kind of old job, you know. And it's, I mean, if you sing on the board, it's so it's so bougie. It's basically free cash. You just sit there and I don't know what. Ah, uh, you probably on. still have the power and influence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love a job like that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, we all do. I mean, but we we want to, we want to take those jobs to destroy the system from the inside, of course, not not to. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing is. <laughs> I just don't know how people believe in this crap. I mean, if if. You know, Lee Hongju, the leader, was so powerful with his chi powers. Why does he just Kamehameha Xi Jinping in the face with his chi blast? He hasn't done it yet, has he? So it's just, how can people believe in this crap? But uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Want to talk about James Palmer? or? Yes. Uh, something. What did we mention him before about? Um, well, he is being trying to sort of promote this thing he's recently tweeted. So he's like, if you want to protect Chinese students' rights, expelling those among them who active work to spy on, report on threatened their contemporaries is essential. So basically he wants people to basically um, expel students who are spies, potentially. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a he can't very... wanna... It's just a witch hunt, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, then you can just accuse anyone of being a spy. I mean, Dan Andrews or... Yeah, <laughs> anyone come up. I mean, even Trump. You know, he has a lot of money in China. It's but in this case, it's Chinese students. And uh, well, this is what's really concerning is this just there's just someone who's in America trying to get a degree so they can go back and have a nice job back home and have a family, and they have to worry about uh, people around them going to I don't know how American universities work. The dean <laughs> and 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 say this guy's doing this and that. Like, how can yeah. you relax? You know, they would have oh. like generals because they're so militarized. I don't know. But um, he also said you need to make any potential little weasel afraid of fucking up their life. Making a, the few cases you do prominent, take a lesson from the other right. side and kill some chickens. So he he's going hard in on this. Like he wants to fuck some people up. Um, James Palmer, probably not himself though, because he, he's probably going he's probably not fit enough to do that. But, um, Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that you know, healthy, health, health at every size um, I'm not the fittest person yeah. either so most people aren't yeah, yeah so. just a full bully and, but he, he's not a solutions man as he's happy to 
to point out what other people should do, but he's also got this idea to make them sign a waiver. Any prospective students coming to America? <laughs> That's not going to do anything. I mean, you know, I'm a spy. I'm just, I'll just sign it, sign it, you know? Well, they get to, to, to visa and they're like, oh, shit, no, I can't, you know. Yeah. I'm a spy, man. I can't sign that. Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. You I think don't know that if guy. you know anything about Chinese international students, like, if Beijing wants to choose a spy, they're, they're probably the worst spies you can get, like, in terms of work ethic. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, the ones I, I know, they, they just go to karaoke bars and, you know, get, get, buy weed and, um, or just, you know, get gassed on um, whatever thing they can find. Good on. It's a hedonistic lifestyle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, but this idea that, I don't know, I don't know how the average person in, in America or even Australia is going to, do they, then they need to realise that the students are here to study and to have fun and piss up. They're not here to, to spy on us, you know, like, or, or, or be a threat, you know, like, they're not going to try and convert us to some weird religion either, you know, in relation <laughs> to, you know. True, true, yeah. I don't see them practising following that much. I'm concerned that those ideas will, will permeate the media. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he does so, seem to lead a narrative, and these people all seem to sort of gang up, like sort of gang together and pushing this more narrative. Um, it, it's reached this point anyway in sort of, you know, relations with China, with the Five Eyes, that people are just being pushed as spies, Um yeah yeah uh, i mean james james is a funny fella like you know there was that thing where everyone's bullying him because he was like yeah i have a lot of um sex worker friends uh um, oh, that's right and they're like my sources just sources guys you know but then you look at a picture oh of my him, god <laughs> and you're like sources eh yeah and you know and it's just like and then he tried to explain it yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> then there was that tweet. He's like, oh, you know, China's not that safe outside the build-up urban areas for girls. Trust me, I know. And yeah. everyone's like, is it because you're outside those areas? You're just scare old yeah. chicks away? <laughs> it's like Kurt Erkenwald trying to explain his tentacle porn that he had on his computer that time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I might think Classic. of him when he does that. You know that little accent he has? He's like, oh, no, my name's James Palmer. <laughs> All my Uyghur sources are gone. Oh, they have no longer on Tinder or Tantan or WeChat. I can no longer get any Uyghur girls. Oh, now I need to get new sources. It's just, it's just, it just sounds like you know a, a giant incel. Everything he says links back. It just seems cringy and um and unnecessarily angry at some kind of hidden enemy that um, no one else can see. That only he he's like just knows everything about. Yeah. Yeah. It's. There seems to be so many of those guys like him on anti-China Twitter, you know, like... Um, heaps. Like, what else um, did he say again? There was like... Anyway, he's had, he's had some... Honestly, top, man, top I also tried... To, I, I tried to avoid him again this week. I only looked at him tonight because <laughs> you brought it up, but... Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the TikTok um, thing? Uh, it's if I can shake down. It's uh, to get a good sale out of it so that either Microsoft or Facebook or whatever can just take it off their hands. That's what you're thinking? I mean, I might have a bit of a negative view on TikTok itself because I've interacted with their um, employees in Beijing. I used to work for a tech company there for a bit, only about half a year. Um, 
they're, they're, they're very much the type that um, uh, follow that American dream. You know, they think they can go to America. They're going to get democracy. They're going to, you know, get a good house down in Hollywood Hills or something and shoot guns. But the, the thing is, it, it's funny because now that, that whole thing's broken. Like, that's shattered. Them. And now they're trying to, you know, well up that Chinese support. Um, and as um, there's this really knowledgeable guy on uh, Twitter, he, he's this Indian guy called Matria Bakel, and he had that point where um, basically what China's, uh, what America's doing is basically what China has always done in terms of, um, you know, forcing um, companies into the hands of local ownership or partial, yeah. partial local ownership. Um, that that is true, um, but it's also the part where China actually has those laws and doesn't say itself as being a free market nation, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, America prescribes itself as, you know, the land of free. Um, uh, but in my opinion, um, I, personally, I have little respect for TikTok as a company, just just because of the fact that um, they're all libs, they're all dirty libs, and they, um, you know, a lot of them are very much the type that, you know, would try to change the name to, like, uh, John Smith, if the name is, like, John Smith, like, some Chinese name, like, John right. Sitong into John Smith just because they, they're like the white washing Asian type and I hate those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's my Okay. Opinion. So that's the workers though, isn't it? Um mostly they're high as X. Like I, I remember one guy was oh, like okay. um he he could barely speak uh, English. But he's like, No, you, we speak English. Like we we a professional company. And like dude, like we could just right. speak Chinese man. And it was just really annoying. <laughs> And what I was so and who's who's TikTok owned by again? Um, Zhang Yiming. He's also has spoken in the past about how good America's democracy is as well. So you know, if you know what the real state of America's democracy, it's it's barely working. Right. <laughs> so yeah, they must be going through a bit of a a uh, crisis. Yeah. When they when they like you said, their dream was the American one. The American dream's not looking too good at the moment. So. That's why they're holding a, up, um, you know, communist flags now. <laughs> they're like, yes. yeah, we we love China. I saw that that photo. But there isn't every company in China over a certain amount of people have to have a contingent of the party. Yeah, and they also, you know, there's also that Chinese ownership law, which is which I think it's really good for um, a lot of local countries. I think a lot of local countries should do that actually. Like, um, I mean, not local, like developing countries. You know, it, it really puts power into the hand of hands of the indigenous people of those lands. Um, what, yeah, what, I think it's a. I yeah, mean, if yeah. America starts heading that way, where they're starting to, you know, give more power to their own people, I mean, fair enough. But they, 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 they can't. They can no longer market themselves as free and. Uh, yeah, and, but anyway, this is this is like a bunch of billionaires losing money. Uh, who cares? Yeah. So I did see that like Instagram is trialing out a new a new function which is pretty much uh tiktok or vine but whether that comes out or not so i hmm. i have seen some of the other some accounts on twitter saying maybe wechat should be next maybe ban all chinese apps um yeah that's so, that's definitely um in terms of vibe check Banning WeChat is definitely going to backfire on America, uh, even even with the even with the, like the pro-American um, squad. That's just a huge backfire in terms of WeChat. A lot of people use that to talk to their family and stuff, right? Or yeah, yeah. Even um, Falun Gong members use that stuff. You know, 
they, they exactly. have like Falun Gong chat groups everywhere on WeChat. Um, and that's how they, they um, for the Australian election, people don't know, a lot of these people for like Gladys Lou and all those Liberal Party members were supported by the Falun Gong, these chat groups that will post like pro-Liberal Party or pro like right-wing party propaganda by like, you know, congregating these groups and sort of using a systematic way of posting propaganda for um, just like anti-immigration laws or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't know where they're going to go with that, but the relationship is just, yeah, it's just like two people who, well, it's more America just getting really pissed. Um, well, China's kind of like that stoic dude who sort of hits back up once in a while. <laughs> but well, he's also kind of pissed, yeah. Yeah, well, China just seems to be powering along doing their own thing at the moment. Seems to have survived the floods. Mm. Uh, but, Got COVID know. under control, but they're um, isolating again, which just sounds very uh, dangerous. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Mm. Uh, nothing compared to America. <laughs> or what's going on in Melbourne now, um, which is actually what they Melbourne describe China as. <laughs> actually, I did hear a, a story on the ABC this morning about government human services contacting people living on their own and that they'd, the delays it had taken in getting uh, non-English speakers and then they had like some, some Mandarin translators and stuff call up to check in to see how people were doing and they hadn't spoken to anyone to ages you know because they've been everyone's been locked up mm. so it's pretty concerning on melbourne it's uh, only been like um a week um for me, but yeah it just feels I'm, I'm pretty weak on this part it feels very uh, lonely in here that's yeah. probably why i'm on twitter so much now <laughs> yeah yeah and so, we just had a new directive now because um, I live in an apartment saying only residents will come in, not even like food delivery people, anyone. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No one no one can come in the building anymore. Not even like repairman or whatever. It's gone that so serious. Do you, have, do you have like an outdoor space in your apartment you can like stretch your legs or? Um, no, we can still go down and walk around because it's apparently part of Victorian human, um, human rights. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. It's it's pretty tough, mate. Yeah. Um, otherwise, um, I heard a lot of people talk about our oh, um, kangaroo uh, getting chopped, um, getting his head chopped. Uh, little, oh, did you? Yeah, they they were commenting on. Uh, they were like, "Oh, that's very provocative. Are you trying to like anger people?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't I don't know. I didn't choose it. You chose it." So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> Down right, it's pretty provocative. It's a, it's a great piece of art from, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Bochow. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> is uh, he famous? I'll, I'll let it, uh, oh. Yes. Okay. So the, the artist behind our podcast artwork is a self-proclaimed uh, Chinese exile living in Sydney, um, and he creates lots of anti-China Artwork, I guess. Oh, is it and, ba- oh, ba- Beiruto. Yeah. Him. Oh God. Ah, oh, the man with like the, the Genghis beard that sort of walks around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's one of the part of that crew. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, just an incredible image. And I, when I first saw it, I just I found it so funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah, so I mean, like, if that's meant to be any China. I'm like, man, China's cool. It's killing 
it's like killing a kangaroo. That's awesome because kangaroos, I don't know. For me, they're not that they're not that cool anymore. You just see too many of them. They're kind of like the the rats of Australia, you know. Well, the the kangaroo has a uh, uh, hat on its head, and it's one of those hats you get when you graduate university. I don't know what they're called. The ones that throw up in the air. Um, mortar. Yeah, mortar. I think. <laughs> it's one of those. So I think it's to symbolise um, Chinese Communist Party infiltration of allegedly, <laughs> allegedly at Australian yeah. universities. Yeah, mate. With all those, you know, rich, rich and talented driving their Maseratis down the street, you know, influencing us to hate rich people. That's, you know, that's that's how they're making creating Marxism by getting all these rich people to come over. Yeah. And making us hate them. They're like, damn, those rich people want to start, you know, you know, you know, increasing the housing prices. Apparently, you know, <laughs> invoking Maoism right there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yes. that. Xi Jinping's just like 50, 50 like you know moves ahead. He's just like he's a super genius. He's like um, Freezer before Goku goes Super Saiyan. Yeah, it's just crazy. Every decision, he's there. That's what you need. That's what's important. Yeah, dude. <laughs> his, his signature is on every fucking document. <laughs> <laughs> he just signs everything, man. It's every, everyone's Xi Jinping. Everyone is. You don't even know. We could be Xi Jinping, man. We could control. He's like Bran in Game of Thrones. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what... what I think that, that's good for today. Um, yeah. It's a long episode, but uh, we talked about a lot. Yeah. Thank you.